So desperate, in fact, that I made an emotional pact with myself one night when my father chased me through the house with a knife in his hand, threatening to slice off my ear. And I uh, ran up the, the stairs. Welcome to the Whole Student Podcast with Cal Balavin. Whole Student refers to the magical moment when a student is fully seen, heard, and known. This is the spark of a relationship between student and teacher, where the former is catalyzed on a journey beyond what they thought possible, and the latter is a proud advisor cheering from the sidelines. The Whole Student Podcast asks guests to reflect back to their moment, to the person who became a transformative teacher in their lives and in, on the journey they were set upon. Today's special guest is Irshad Manji. Uh, Irshad Manji is a best-selling author and educator. She is the founder of the Moral Courage Project, which she founded in 2008 at New NYU and later expanded at USC as a senior fellow of the Annenberg Center on Communication, Leadership, and Policy. She has since founded the Moral Courage College and continues to push organizations and schools to build common ground in an increasingly troubled society. Her latest book, Don't Label Me, is out in stores now. Dr. Irshad Manji is a professor who professes moral courage as a way to move forward and find a sense of hope in a world steeped in discord and division, pandemic and fear, to one where we can find active ways to build community with each other. It is my pleasure to welcome Irshad Manji to the Whole Student Podcast. Brother Cal, thank you for having me. I'm so pleased to be with you. Thank you. I, was, I wanted to make sure the introduction did you justice. I could have spoken for the entire length of time about the various things you've done, uh, but it takes one to know one. So <laughs> appreciate you. Well, ex exactly right. And let me tell you, we're here to talk about teachers, right? Yep, so right. I am raring to go on that, sure. on that score. Well, so on that note, I uh, want to ask you, describe yourself as a student. What words would you use? Mm. Conscientious. Mm -hmm. I remember that from my report cards. Um, uh, earnest. Um, mm. uh, desperate to get out of my home situation. Mm. So desperate, in fact, that I made an emotional pact with myself one night when wow. my father chased me through the house with a knife in his hand, threatening to slice off my ear. And I uh, ran up the, the stairs to my bedroom window, flew oh out God. the window, scrambled to the top of the roof of the house. Oh. And as I surveyed the neighborhood, Cal, I made this contract with myself mm. that I will use my education mm. to ensure that to the degree possible, Mm -hmm. No other person mm -hmm. uh, in my life mm -hmm. would experience the hell that was going on under that roof. Oh um, I, I made clear to myself, that's what my education was going to be about. It'll be about human rights. Mm -hmm. It'll be about justice. Mm -hmm. uh, and it'll be about empowerment. Wow. Uh, you took my breath away with that vignette. Uh, my next question may be related. Uh, it's, it's to the moment you felt as a student on that journey when you felt seen, heard, and known for the first time. Well, set the stage for us. What was that moment? Yeah. Who was that person in your life? Yeah. I've got a great story on this mm. one, and it's totally related to the vignette mm. that I just uh, described to you. Jim Martins was my 10th grade drama teacher. And uh, he really became uh, something of a father figure in my life. 
Um, he was, to me, the epitome of healthy manhood mm. and decent fatherhood mm. because I had a deep void, uh, you know, having no male role uh, model uh, in my adolescence. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed uh, somebody to assure me, number one, that I did not have to be afraid of men, mm-hmm. and number two, that uh, we need to remember that human beings, whatever Mm -hmm. group we put them into, are also individuals. Right. And that I can have a physically and emotionally violent father, but Mm -hmm. that does not mean that every other man I encounter will replicate that pattern. That's right. And in fact, Mr. Martins, or Mm -hmm. as I called him, Sir, I literally called him sir. Oh, That's how goodness. much I respected him. Wow. And I, wow. Uh, I and I remember that Mr. Martins showed me what mm-hmm. it was to be a good and righteous man, not wow. a self-righteous one, right, a righteous right, right, right. one. He would wow. speak with me proactively, ensuring that I felt safe in his and in other classes. I remember one right. day he showed up at a portable where I was having my history class, he Uh showed up and knocked on the door because he had seen me earlier that day looking somewhat despondent or distracted, and he just wanted to ensure that I was okay. And did I need to speak with someone today? Amazing. Um, And he also brought his kids to the theater, meaning Mm. to the drama classroom. And... Uh, you know, and encouraged me to get to know those children uh, so that, again, I could feel like even though I wasn't cared for as much as I needed to be at home, that I still had the power to care for others, particularly people younger than myself. And in all those ways, Mr. Martins empowered me to see myself as a more than just a little refugee girl, but actually Mm. as an aspiring citizen to be. And I'll say one other thing about Mr. Martins. Yeah. He was and is an evangelical Christian. Wow. And I am a Muslim woman. Mm -hmm. And I bring this up because Mr. Martins never, ever proselytized his faith to me. Instead, he demonstrated it in the way he treated me, with dignity, Mm. with respect, Mm. uh, and and with grace. Mm. And Mm. I will tell you something, Brother Cal, that uh, I wouldn't have been able to say a week ago. For completely uh, reasons unrelated to this podcast, um, I got in touch with Mr. Martins in just the last few days. And you know what he's doing now? This is hilarious. He has grown... Uh, a, 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 a bushy white beard, and he now plays Santa Claus Stop in a it. bunch of Hallmark movies. I kid you not. And and for anybody who, who watches Hallmark movies, the next two that star Jim Martins as Santa are called The Nine Kittens of Christmas and Secret Santa. They will it. likely be airing this November or December. Oh my goodness. So Jim Martins, my most transformative teacher, and now you know why. That's phenomenal. 
that was a, I mean, that was an impactful story, Ershad. Uh, I was, I was moved by it, and uh, it kind of answered my second question. That I was going to ask as a final follow up. Was like, where, where is he now? And you know, now he's in Hallmark movies. So that's phenomenal. <laughs> Santa, no less. Santa, no less. Santa, but, no less. And maybe you know, Santa in your life at some point. Exactly. Well, yeah. has already been, hasn't he? Right. Right. Um, right. And I got to tell you, Cal, the thing that I learned from uh, Mr. Martins that has stuck with me to this day and is mm-hmm. in many ways responsible for how I view education today mm-hmm. is that, you know, he reminded me in just the way he behaved mm-hmm. that uh, even when we see ourselves as different, mm-hmm. the point of commonality always is that each of us is a plural. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean Each of us is so much more than meets the eye. So rather than assuming anything based on the labels that our primitive brains instantly assign to one another, (laughs) right, 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 right. right. By all means, start there, but don't finish there. Engage, Mm. don't assume. Mm. Uh, While the labels can be starting points, they need never be the finish lines. Oh my God. And that Mm. is Mr. Martin's in a nutshell. I'm so happy you had Mr. Martins in your life and your description of him and, and, and juxtaposition of what you had experienced and you shared the first response. It was just night and day. Exactly. Um, and, and almost felt like it was a rebalancing in many ways for you as a student. Wow. You know, as a person wow. of faith myself, I really do chalk it up to uh, divine intervention. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Wow. Wow. Well, um, you may uh, you may uh, uh, mention Mr. Martin again because Mr. Martin's again because next question and my last question I'd like to ask guests is about um, a meal. Uh, if I gave you a magic wand and you were able to invite five teachers from your life to a meal, right? They're surrounding you. They're with you. Um, who would they be? Hmm. Well, we already know who one of the seatmates would be. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Another is a vice principal of mine uh, by the name of Bruce Bierstow. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I was the student body president uh, a couple of years there, and uh, I had to negotiate on behalf of the student body with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he always made a point of asking me sincere uh, and honest questions mm-hmm. uh, rather than pretending to take an interest in right, where students right. were coming from. So I thank right. Mr. Biersko for that. And Bierstow. now it's my turn at that dinner to ask him some questions and sit back and listen. A, wow. third, um, a third educator um, would be um, a woman uh, named Mrs. Lightheart in the second grade. She once asked me, Irshad, why do you carry around encyclopedias in your backpack? <laughs> And I literally told her, I'm in training. And she said, for what? And I said, I'm not sure, but I think when I grow up, there will be a big responsibility on my shoulders. So I need to become physically strong. Wow. Wow. Because she knew I wasn't reading the encyclopedias. (laughs) (laughs) Which is where I think the question came from. If you're not reading them, why are you carrying them around? around. Exactly. Exactly. And um, a a, a fourth teacher would be the one who booted me out of my uh, Islamic religious school at the age of 14 Hmm. uh, for asking too many questions. Um, And I I would want to just ask him today, 
um, what he has learned about educating Mm -hmm. uh, from that experience and the experience Mm -hmm. since then of me having written a couple of books about (laughs) religion and politics. And the final teacher, which um, you... um, you need to understand, I mean this utterly authentically, would be my now late dog, Lily. Mm. Because um, she taught me that all sentient beings Mm. have a personality of their own. And therefore, what binds us as creatures of God and as sentient beings is not so much that we're human. After all, (laughs) Lily was a non-human uh, you know, animal, but rather that we are in fact all plurals. And in her case, mm. she was blind and she was old. And wow. while those labels are facts, right. um, her personality defied the baggage that goes with those labels. She was the sassiest, brassiest, <laughs> most independent-minded creature I have ever awesome. had the pleasure of developing a relationship with. That's amazing. So all five of those teachers I hope would accept my invitation to break bread with me I, and together. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, we'll come to the close. I want to thank you for your spirit. I want to thank you for your story and your time. Um, sister, I appreciate you and I appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, believe uh, we're in the vanguard uh, and you're leading us along the way in terms of moral courage. And uh, I look forward to the work that we'll do together and, and schools will do uh, behind that banner. So as far as the whole student uh, podcast, the class is dismissed (laughs) and uh, talk soon. And sir, I thank you for your courage. Mm. Much appreciated. Thank you. The whole student podcast has been brought to you by Duncast. Produced by J.D. Scroggin, the director of marketing and communication at the Dunn School and co-produced by Brandon Scott of Comfort Food. Thank you for joining us.